Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. We are here for the Minneapolis St. Paul Magazine Party Board event. Party Board Party! Party Board Party that'll be happening after the broadcast today. We are having a great time. We've got coffee. We've got mimosas. Yep, the bar just opened, which is why it's very chatty all of a sudden. Yes, very, very chatty. Keep it up, ladies. All right. This is the part of the show where we tell you two things that we're obsessed with this week in the top two in hour two. Presents top two, top two. The top two. Pick your best two. In our two. All right, give me two. Winning, All right. Are you ready? I am ready. Okay, I'm going to tell you my first one. Okay. Um, I think that I went, and I think, I don't think, I know. I went out to the Delta Sky Club to check it out the uh, yesterday. The new Delta Sky Club out at the airport. And I will tell you, it is quite the swanky thing. I know that all the influencers have been there because it was splashed all over media. Uh, but I went because Justin Sutherland is there and he's got a special menu and he's cooking up some fun stuff. But I just got to say, they, they really did that right. And they really did the whole thing very, it's got comfortable little nooks and places to sit. And then they've got even an outdoor patio situation for that place. It's just, it's very cool. I was quite, I was impressed by it. Okay. I'm never ever going to get in there, but. (laughs) (laughs) As I'm sitting here, all I can think of is I can't wait to look up how to get in there. Yeah. No, if you have a certain, like one of the cards, you can get in for 50 bucks. Like if you could have the subscription or whatever to it, there's like a certain amount you pay every year. I think it's $5.95. There's something like that. But then you can also, if you have a certain one of the cards, you can get in for like 50 bucks for a time, which is like for a lot of people who, you know, if you're, if you are of having issues with layovers and things like that it's uh, to me that's worth yeah, it yeah it depends yeah, yeah for sure yeah okay so i am obsessed with cider and i drink a lot of ciders and i'm always looking for new ciders and i found one that i hadn't had before mm-hmm. from minneapolis cider company okay it's called blueberry borealis 
and it is like a blueberry situation in your mouth that is so tasty. And the reason I picked up the can was because it has a map of the Boundary Waters on the can. And I saw the map right away, and I was like, oh, that's the BWCA. So then I picked it up, and then I ordered it. Mm -hmm. I made the bartender give me the can so I could look at it and see if there was a picture of our lake on the can, just in case you're keeping score. There is not. (laughs) But I did order the Blueberry Borealis, and it was super delicious. And if you've never had um, cider, try it, because it's like so delicious and there's so many varieties some of them are kind of funky and cloudy and really like almost like fermented and then others are more bright and kind of fresher tasting so blueberry borealis would fall on the fresh was it tasting was it super blueberry was it like fruity it was blueberry in the sense that a wild blueberry tastes blueberry and a commercial blueberry tastes not like a blueberry so it did taste like blueberry. Okay. But wild blueberry, like a good blueberry and a little tart. <laughs> you know, not yeah. like weird, mushy blueberries. I'm not describing this very nope, well. but that's okay. I think we get it. Because yeah. sometimes conventional blueberries are just so big and they don't even taste like anything. They kind of have, they're almost like sour and bitter. And they're bitter. just texture. It's yeah. weird like in your mouth. Yeah, yeah. But the wild ones really have like oh, the, yeah. that cadence and they're better when they're cooked anyway you know what i mean like that's when the sugars get caramelized when yeah. you, like put blueberries in pancakes or everything else yeah. that kind of changes it and i think it the wild ones tend to have that before you know yes before. in the front instead of in the back the sugar for sure in the front um okay so my second one is i went to dinner this week uh and i had element pasta company you know alex dayton he was doing a pasta night at red wagon yum and it was his last pasta night at Red Wagon, which he's been doing them on Wednesdays. But I have to just shout out to the fact that his pastas, again, you know, I know we've talked about them before. They're having a little he's bit amazing. of a hiccup because of what's happening at, um, you know, they're redoing the food building. They're reconcepting that cafe and making something different and kind of zhuzhing it up. And there's, it's, there's a little bit of, like, structural issues with getting to pick up his pastas, but his stuff is going into stores and everything else. But I'm just saying that that, that fresh pasta, it's like once you've, you've had it and then you, you, once you're eating it, you know, other stuff, and then you try this one, you know, he's got this lumaki, which is like these little sort of like lantern shapes. And, um, and we had uh, a tortelli, which is not a tortellini, but they're a little bit bigger. Our tortellis are a little bit bigger. Stuffed pastas, the ravioli, he said, is like his number one seller. It's just that much better. And if you think about it in terms of like maybe you're doing a smaller portion because it's, you know, fresher and it has more flavor, it's toothier. Like to me, I don't want to I don't want to sit down ever again to those giant huge bowls of, you know, pasta that are just kind of like raw. But these are really intentional, super flavored, really great texture and and density to it. So that's what I love. One thing people might not know is he has his pastas in the freezer section at Lake Winds Co-op. Right. And there's three different varieties. They have those little, long, narrow pillows that are filled with the butternut squash. Yes. Those at are Lake so Winds good. in the freezer section. So we always, if I'm shopping at Lake Winds, I always throw those in my cart just because I have them in the freezer because... I have a lot of things in my freezer. Yeah, you have a lot of things in your freezer. But if you're just like all of a sudden you need to cook something and you don't know, like to do a little brown butter and throw those in is real easy. So easy. And so, and again, the quality is like you don't have to worry about it. It's there. Yeah, for sure. I love that. 
Okay. What's so, your second? Well, and I know I'm not going to describe this very well already, but I was talking about different ciders, and there's another one that I had that I loved called Keepsake Cider. Oh, yeah, Keepsake. We've and, had them on. Yeah, and it comes in a bottle, and it's a little funkier in that it is drier, almost more like on the champagne side of things. And because it comes in the bottle, the way that the bubble is is a little bit different than it comes if it comes it's in a can. It's fermented differently. It's using yes. wild yeasts. There's all sorts of... It's it's a wild fermented cider. I See? knew you'd yeah. know. See? There's a great... We did an MSP mag. Dara wrote a beautiful piece about what it is to be a wild fermented cider and the challenges because it is... Not like a typical, like when you're talking your blueberry cider, it's not going to touch that. It's yeah, going to be totally different. different. But also equally delicious. Yeah. So yeah, I know they have it at Certix because I've bought it there. But if you're in a restaurant and you see it on the menu, Keepsake Cider. Well, let me give you one more push on that is go to Dundas. So it's this Keepsake Cidery is in Dundas, which is just like a little new Prague-ish, you know, just down 35. And I'm going to tell you that the, that cidery, every weekend, they have a little fun time. They have live music. This weekend they're doing a pancake breakfast. They have uh they always they often have markets. They often have local makers. You can buy eggs from egg farmers down there, honey makers. And best of all, they have a toasty bar, which means they make toasted cheese sandwiches. That's at the fun. cidery. Yeah. Yes. And so like you can go do the toast you can have like toasties. They call them toasties. Toasties. Cute. Yeah. Because it's because they're following a British tradition of cider making. In fact, some of their early trees were planted with like these cider apples from Britain, which are not good for eating. They're not, so they don't get planted in America very yeah. often. Yep. But when you walk through their little orchard, you learn about all these different apples that you have never knew existed. And it's because they are specifically good for cider. Okay, it's a this, wonderful tour. Dundas is a wonderful yeah, stop. Yeah, this show has just been chock full of information full. today. I mean, another day trip we just outlined for you. I know. Drive to Dundas, get a keepsake cidery. Yeah. And go there. Get some toasty. Drink the cider and then eat the toasty with cheese. Which we Yum. love. Right. All right, you guys, we're going to take a quick break. We are. And then we're going to come back. We're going we're gonna to yap about some restaurant news that's going on around town. Check in on what's opening, what's closing, what's happening. And then we are finally going to get our party board, ladies and gents here on the show. So we'll be right back. This is the Weekly Dish at Potluck in Rosedale on My Talk 107.1. We'll be back. When people think about personal trainers, they sometimes picture this guy. You know something, Jessica? When I'm done with you, you're going to have the largest arms this side of the continent. I don't want that. But when you join the YMCA, you'll get a free fitness assessment from a real certified personal trainer. So you can set realistic goals, learn what to do, and what not to do. I am your doctor, yeah. And the only thing I prescribe is pain. That's what not to do. And he's not a doctor. Learn more at ymcanorth.org. Lots of restaurant news. We are at Potluck today in Rosedale Center. Lots of concepts here. If you're near Rosedale or you want to do takeout, there's Adam's Soul to Go. There is Sweets by Diane. Burger Dive, which I think has one of the best burgers in the Twin Cities. Uh, OG Zaza, Joy Meatballs, Salad Slayer. There's a Smack Shack location up here. So if you're going to a movie, it's a great place to stop I by. I love that. Yeah, for the movie thing? Yes. Like before or after? It's a great idea. 
not uh, bad. So we are here. We are going to be wrapping up our broadcast today at 11 o'clock and then heading into the Von Mar Atrium to do an event about party boards with right. MSP Magazine. And there are tickets still uh, left, you know what I mean? Like, you know, people can uh, can hang out if that's the case. Just come on down. You know what I mean? Absolutely. I hear that we have got quite the crowd assembling, though, at 1130. Oh, so nice. It'll be nice. It'll be fun. We're going to make a party. Um, let's talk about some of the things that are opening and closing and all the good stuff in the Twin Cities right now. Sure, There's sure. a lot of movement, and it's because it's spring, yep. you know, and we tend to get a lot of restaurants movement in the spring. Um, I wanted to shout out the the Erbst Foods Eater, the Eatery and Farm Stand, which is, is opening it? next, like, literally blocks from the station. How Herbst. do we say the name? We say, you can say Herbst if you want, but it's Erbst. As okay. in, like, it's funny. It's the it's the German word for like autumn, so like, and actually, it would be Erbst, but I'm not going to do that to any of you. Okay, Erbst. <laughs> Erbst. I, was, I like Herbst. You could say Herbst. <laughs> herbs. Herbs. It, herbs. It almost is going to end up being herbs. Yeah, as everybody's going to call it. But anyway, it is going to be. They rehab that store that's on Raymond, and they took over Succotash, which you and I used to go to. Yep, she's now over in Selby yeah. and Snelling. Yep, and so they took over that store. And they, um, they're going to put a farm stand in that store where they really are going to have uh, fresh produce and eggs, and, but nice. also like grab-and-go sandwiches and some, some pretz juices, things like that. That's fun. Also, like you'll be able to get stock and sauces that they make in the restaurant that they'll private label, which is like, I love this idea for all of that. Like That's so close to us now. It, it really is. Like every Saturday. Yeah, I like that. I'm going to hit it up on the way up to the cabin. Yeah, you totally be able to. Um, but I do think that it's going to be a really what i i felt about it was uh i walked through the space we got a couple dishes tasted and i really liked the ethos of really working with these producers in the driftless area these dover producers these farmers that they kind of helped organize into a collective and then each of them are all now like coordinating what they're growing and raising in order to make it more profitable for them all which i think is brilliant and then the idea of using that in this restaurant and really celebrating the ingredients keeping it simple I'm going to tell you, this is going to be like, I don't want to jinx it, but I had corner table vibes. Old, oh. old time corner table vibes from it. And that made me extremely happy because yeah. that's maybe the restaurant I miss the most. Yeah, right? for sure. So I'm really excited by that. And it's, it's really about intentional plates that are not like too many things where someone stands over you and has to be like, well, here on your plate, we have nurkin, fucking nurkin, fucking nurkin, 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 and then, and like a hundred things that are on your plate. And by the time they're done talking, you're like, what was that? What, yeah. is, what was the first thing you said? So very simple, very honest. I'm excited Finished about that. With the, Finished with a gastric. And topped with. Anyway, so that's, I'm excited about that. Um, Maison Margot. Ah, Should we the talk about the FEMA? are open, yes. The FEMA space is opening, I think, next week, right? The yeah. 11th is the, the opening day. You can day. get reservations now. I was looking. Yeah, and I have to say they, I mean, taking over the Ribnick fur space that he did, um, at the top of North Loop. I'm going to call it like the top of First Avenue. I mean, yep. in North Loop. And just kind of kitty corner from the Spoon and Stable and everybody else. This is the beginning of this restaurant row that is about to burst forth on that street. Because obviously Spoon and Stable is holding court still. But now that FEMA's opening Maison Margot, you know, then we're going to get Danny Del Prado taking over the old Bachelor Farmer. And then Tim McKee's going to open his space in that hotel. And then Josh Thomas going to do the tequila place, you know, in the old uh, uh, next to the Aria. And um, and so it's going to be crazy. Like we're looking at the next year of this street going a little nutty. And right. I, and the first step is FEMA's Margot. And I think it's going to be 
from what I've seen of the interior, it's gorgeous. And I think it's going to be really interesting. He, I read something that just I felt kind of personal. He's always such a charismatic person. Yeah. And when you spend time with him, it's like he looks into your soul, kind of. He just has a way of connecting, I think, with people. He, that's You felt it? Very much as a hospitalitarian. And when he was talking about his uh, Jewish roots and buying this furrier from another Jewish family, mm -hmm. I never really had thought about that that would be like something that he would be interested in in exploring further as his own roots. Yeah. So I felt a real connection for him that it was important to him to kind of rebring and relook at those roots in the context of his traditional French food. Yeah. And I like, you know, FEMA's what's great about FEMA to me is that he uh, he's a never say die guy. He's I know he he's keeps, opened and closed yeah. a lot of restaurants. He's seen failure. He's seen success. He's been torn down and had to build himself back up. And I appreciate that. He's still going. He's in the game. And his son's in the game with him, yes, with his Eli wife. And, his and so mm -hmm. there it's really becoming a family business. Yeah. Which I also think is great. And, you know, just to be reminded of, he did so much good work during the pandemic sure. of helping feed people in the Twin Cities, yep. of just keeping everything going. Yeah. And he's a restaurant downtown that has stood the test of time and is still downtown. I just want to give a shout out to downtown too. Okay. I have been on Hennepin Avenue four times in the last week, daytime, nighttime, all the times. And it is clean. It is people. Things are open. Bars and restaurants doors are open and they're welcoming people in. It is really starting to feel like we've turned a corner and that things are starting to feel alive again. Yeah. And I'm really happy about that. Good. Okay, good. I love that. Um, I wanted to shout out Oro by Nixta. I want to talk about Katie and Let's. Gustavo's place. So Katie and Gustavo have, uh, Nixta has been this tortilleria in Northeast, just sort of right over by Dangerous Man Brewing and Young Joni, cutest little neighborhood. Anchor Fish and Chips. Yep. And so they, uh, Nixta has just been doing pickup, you know, and like takeout for their, there's their heirloom corn tortillas. And of course you can find them all over in grocery stores and such. But Katie and Gustavo, cutest married couple, um, they are, uh, they op they bought the building next door, which was like a wellness center and a yoga retreat or something or a salon. And they redid it. They gutted it. And they kind of like, you know, put new floors in, painted it so much beautiful indigenous and Mexican like artwork in this space. It is beautiful. Um, and they're just now they've kind of opened up the rest to be more of a restaurant. So in the past, we've had to get the tortillas and like all the good stuff to go. Now you can like walk up to the order or to the counter. You can have an order and they'll uh, and it's fast casual. So you order at the counter and then you oh, sit down okay. and they'll bring it to you. So it's not a full service restaurant because I keep looking for reservations. But no, it's fast yep. casual. Yep. It's just a Got counter it. service. Um, I don't know if they're up. I don't know if they have their thing. But I, what I'm going to tell you this. They're really beautiful tacos and helping you elevate what you think of as a taco. Because yeah. a lot of us think of tacos as sweet, let's go get tacos, smash them into my face, yeah. have a bunch of beers. Um, maybe that's just me. But um, this is, there's, they had this soft shell crab taco situation that they use Mama Vang's uh, hot sauce with. Yum. And it was sensational Yum. i mean so many great dishes so many cool things there and that's a really an opportunity to think about mexican food in a different way and, and not in elevated fancy just more 
ingredients beyond what maybe we're used to expecting. And a tortilla is just a wrap for anything, right? Yeah, but like what you put in there, it's quite beautiful. So very excited about that. I would also shout out that Centro opened up their Highland spot. Cute little place. We love Jamie Olson for her pushing forward and moving, moving, moving uh, as far as tacos go. And the, But she also to know they opened the... Um, they opened the Every When Burger along with it in that space. I'm confused. Can you okay. help me understand? Is that like two concepts on one menu? I think it is. Yes. Okay. Yeah. It's its own thing, but it's on one like collective menu. Okay. Yeah. I'm going to just have to go and You're gonna solve have to this see mystery it. for myself. I love it. All right. Well, that was a little uh, restaurant roundup. We're going to take a quick break, you guys, and come back with uh, our friends. Talking about boards. Boards. Let's get the boards action going. Lizzo, she is uh, Homer, and we are here with our friends from Certix, and we are here with Emily and Sam. Could you tell me what your last name is again? Johnson. Sam Johnson. Well, if that isn't a Minnesota name, I don't know what is. So Emily is Emily Certix, <laughs> and we are here talking about party boards. So you guys, when when you go into Certix, you can buy all the delicious cheeses, and Sam is the cheese buyer. But you also have a whole catering division where people can order boxes for lunches, sandwiches, or you can do like a whole wedding spread. I mean, plated hot meals, you guys do it all. Sam, as the resident cheese picker, what like how do you know what cheeses to buy or what cheeses to put on a board? I mean... You really don't have to overthink it. I mean, really, just... <laughs> are there a, rules? There aren't, but, you know, you want to grab a variety, you know, different milks, different textures. Um, you know, you can always go for a different theme, and, and we're always there to guide you through that process as well. Um, Emily, you're a good home entertainer. I know this because I, like, stalk her on Instagram. If you're going to do a party board for your house, mm -hmm. just for your, like, group of friends, mm -hmm. what are your rules you're going to follow? Okay. I like to do two meats, three cheeses. I don't know why. It That's just your works ratio. for me. That's my ratio. That's your ratio. Um, my rule about meats is I like to do one whole muscle meat. So like a prosciutto or serrano. We're going to do speck today Ooh. at our uh, little demo after yep. this. Yep. That's like our kind of favorite at the store. Uh -huh. um, one salami. Kind of mix that up. And then I like to do a soft cheese, a hard cheese, and either a blue or another hard or soft. The third can be like wild card. Oh. Okay, so that kind of leaves something for everyone. Yeah. And then do you always, Stephanie talked about how she doesn't like the soggy when people put the wet stuff and no. it's not in a container or a jar. No. And it's yes. just, so what, how do you, what kind of wet stuff do you use on a <laughs> cheese board? <laughs> and where do you put it? How doth one contain said wet said stuff. Cheese wet it is stuff. it is so simple. A bowl. A bowl. Okay. You always put wet things in a bowl. So olives, bowl. Yeah. Like, and little bowls. Um, I even save like those little jars from the yogurts. Like you know those little French. Oh, the oh, yogurt yeah. jars. Yeah. They're adorable. I save those. Those are perfect for like decanting a little mustard or a little jam or something. Uh -huh. Um, always put things in a vessel. And same thing with nuts. Like yes. that's my big rule. I always put nuts in a little bowl. You don't want people who, you, you never know at your party. You really don't. Who's got an allergy. Um, even gluten stuff, keep that off the board. Yeah. I oh. put, I'll put gluten-free crackers on the board, but I don't put gluten on my boards. No. So no more gluten on the boards. Okay, no. good to know. Well, it doesn't have to be there, and it's just taking up space. Yeah, That's exactly. how I feel about crackers in general. Yep, exactly. Just put them on the side. Yeah. Anything okay. can contain those, like basket, bowl, whatever you have. Yeah. 
What about fruit? Do you put fruit on your board? I do. What kind of fruits? Whatever's in season. Seasonal. Like, I mean, let's be honest. We live in Minnesota, so there's hardly ever You're anything hardly actually get in fresh season. Eggs. Yeah, no. I mean, like, we're buying them from the grocery store. But right now, I'm just doing strawberries. But make sure they're not wet. Yeah, you know? yeah. Let them See? dry. I'm telling you, blackberries are always a great pairing for any cheese. Blackberries. Okay, I was yeah. gonna ask you what you what are your favorite cheese and fruit pairings. Like, what um, kind of cheese would you put? What's your favorite to go with a blackberry? Um, blue cheese and blackberries with some sweet and spicy walnuts. Yeah. A little drizzle of honey. Oh, those certic sweet yeah. and spicy walnuts. Yeah. I can't get enough of those. They are dangerous. Yeah. Can I can I say um, something against honey? Or <laughs> no. <laughs> can I make we'll a hold it against you? You started out yes. the show talking about no more Monday and saving your pollinators. No, 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 no. no. Let me... Let me just support honey and give that honey and bees a shout out, praise to that. What I'm saying is please don't drizzle all over the board because oh. I am not, that's another no-no for me because that just gets into sticky situations. Do that individually. Thank yeah. you. That's my point is like, I know you're feeling generous with your honey and you're feeling maybe artistic with your swish. <laughs> I'm saying hold it in. I let wish you could see Stephanie's arm hold it in. drizzling yeah, and let people, all Let people make the their own pairings. Let you know? them do it themselves, like, peeps. different things from the board, yeah. you know? Mm -hmm. Well, and Emily, I know you do honeycomb, too. So, I love honeycomb. Okay, tell me about that, because I always am like, am I supposed to eat it? Do I suck it? What do you do with honeycomb <laughs> when it's on a cheese board? You suck. First off, agree with Stephanie. March, yeah. um, that we want to keep it in a container. Uh -huh. This ramekins. I mean, ramekins. it's just not hard. Like, no. have a million ramekins million. in your house. Yep. You never know what you need a ramekin for. Right. True. Um, so keep it in the container. We actually have some today for our little demo. Oh, we are huge fans of honeycomb. Eat it. Yeah. Cut it up. It's such a great compliment to salty cheese. Yeah. It's really good on ice cream. It's really good on so many things. But don't drizzle it everywhere. No. I'm totally with you. Yeah. Here's what I want to do with that honeycomb. I want to take a nice piece of the soft you know, like a good soft goaty cheese mm -hmm. and a little bit of the honeycomb and then wrap prosciutto around that. And that Ooh. is the perfect, perfect bite. And that's the point of a board is I that know. everybody make their own perfect bite. Yes. You're giving them the materials yes. to sort of experiment. Play so around. when you're making a board, we mentioned the milks. So cows have cheese, goats have mm. cheese. <laughs> Sheep cheese. Am I missing any other? Buffalo milk. Yeah. Okay. Water buffalo. buffalo. Yeah. Yeah. So do you mix that up on a board or do you go like this is an all goat board or you this is an that. all cow it's board? Actually, it's, you, it's fun to make a theme for a board. I mean, you could do like a one milk board uh, or like, you know, maybe you want to do a Spain board or, you know. Oh, Spain. Yeah. yeah. I did a Spain cheese tasting. It was fun. Yeah. We're super into picking a theme, whatever that is. So pick a country, pick a milk right. type, right. pick local, pick, you know, whatever. Um, there's so many rule or there's so many ways you can go that there can't possibly really be rules. Right. Like just have fun. Can you think of Emily and describe for me? Cause I know like I've been to events where you literally have like a 10 foot table mounded piled high with cheese and things like what is the most beautiful board you've ever constructed? Can you think of it? I mean, okay. Get personal. My yeah. wedding. Oh yes. <laughs> um, my Tell me wedding, about your wedding board. Oh my gosh, it was so beautiful. So we had, um, we did it at Studio 125, which I don't think is still around or at least doing events anymore. Okay. Um, it, they had this huge, I want to say like 10 foot island in their kitchen. And so we literally just set up an enormous cheese and charcuterie station. We also had a raw bar as part of it. Had Minnesota Ice do a ice sculpture. Fun. Yeah. So we were shucking oysters live. And then we had, um, I mean, I it was like 
ridiculous like seven or eight different cheeses we had our big red burkle slicer slicing prosciutto to order oh cool just and it was june so like everything's beautiful at that time so just full of flowers and fruits and veg lots of colors i i mean honestly half of the purpose for it was yes for our wedding but we used the photos for everything for everything (laughs) for catering for advertising wait a minute oh of course did you write that off um (laughs) Maybe. <laughs> Potentially. Potentially. Um, right. You'd have to talk to our you accountants. You'd have to talk to the accountants. Uh, but no, really, it was um, well, it pretty amazing. amazing. I would say that there's something, too, about the fact that when we go to so many events, right, now that have these big spreads and everything else, and people feel limited by their own kitchens, and I just want to say, I've seen people do, like, their center island as a, you know, like, use that as your charcuterie board. You don't have to have a small board. If you're having a huge party, make a table out of it all. Yeah. That's what they do in the it, at events, and so it's like, why wouldn't you do that? Don't limit yourself to the board is the point. Agreed. And is there a rule about flowers? Because do you only put flowers that you can eat on a board? Because people I mean, like you probably should. <laughs> It depends who's coming to your party. Do they home, know you? Yeah. Do you? Are they going to sue you? Like, are exactly. they family? I would are not do it for a, like uh, an actual catered event at my yeah. house. I pull things out of the garden all the time. Yeah, like, and that's actually one of my huge tips. Once it gets nice out, like, go outside, grab things. I have grapevines growing on my fence. I didn't grow them, but you know they're, yeah, there. they're there. I use them for everything. They're beautiful. Yeah. I'll grab okay. some flowers from the garden. Like, garnish is beautiful, but yeah, just make sure you don't get sued. Make sure you know your guests. You know. Yes. And there are a lot of edible flowers like nasturtiums and pansies. And and they sell them in stores, too. You know what I mean? A lot of people are doing, like, edible flowers. And did you know you can eat daylilies? Buy them. The entire daylily is edible. Did you know that? Hostas. Yeah. Hostas you can eat, too, like lettuce. Mm -hmm. Come on over. I've got all that. I I know. It's like a graze buffet over there. Come on, bunnies. (laughs) The the daylily is one I just learned about. I'm like, wait a second. The whole thing of a daylily is edible. Yeah, I had no clue. I know. I'm here to just, I'm a font of knowledge. You are. Your education. What would we do without you? Okay, so party boards. Let me ask you this. Can I ask this? A lot of people are, they are, you're seeing a lot of people like start their own companies, you know, as party board, like makers and stuff like that. Do you have any, I mean, I know you guys do them and so you're not, but you see these people are doing them for their friends and trying to sell them. Is there any advice that you would give like for how you like take it from, from what you're making yourself into packaging it for other people? That's a really good question. I mean, honestly, look at your margins. Yeah. I mean, just from a business perspective, like none of this stuff is cheap. And I think that people are starting to realize like how expensive it is to put these things together. So just make sure you're making enough money that it's it's worth your time. Um, If you're not big enough to have wholesale connections. That's, um, I think, key, right? Just be really thoughtful about it. Make sure it's, you know, that you're counting your own labor and efforts, your marketing into all of this. Mm -hmm. Um, I think it's awesome. You know, the more competition, the better. Well, the more creativity out there. Exactly. It really only fuels everybody else. Exactly. And everybody shares, you know, we're all on social media looking at everybody's ideas. You see things all the time. I think that's fabulous. Good. There's plenty of room here. Good. And there's time to make the board pretty, but there's also time to make the board tasty. Like mm-hmm. just having a pretty board, if it's not tasty, I want to go with tasty boards. <laughs> I think simple is better. Like I just, I mean, I don't, a I don't know. A beautiful hunk of cheese. I mean. Yeah. Just give me some cheese and a knife. Yeah. I mean, I'll cut it up a little bit if it's a really hard piece. Um, 
but I don't think they need to be super composed. I don't think you need to be stressed out about that. No. I think just like put a couple pieces on the board. The essence of a enjoy it. The essence of a board is that it should be easy. It yeah. should be it should be welcoming, it should be generous, and those are the hallmarks in my mind, you know? All right. Yes. We are going to have more tips from you guys later as we get into our uh, party board event uh, in the Von Maur uh, atrium. Are we making salami roses? You know, actually, we're not. Well, we'll do it with the spec. Okay. Yes. We're making spec We'll show roses. you how to make beautiful spec roses. Okay. okay. We're excited. This is going to be fun. And I might eat all the cheese. I'm just telling you right now. It's okay. Uh, well, thanks, you guys. Uh, Emily and Sam from Certix. And we are going to see these guys soon. We're going to take a quick break. And talk to your cheesemonger. Like, yes. just talk to them. It's just like going to a bar and they say, what's your flavor profile? Yeah. I like lime. And we know what's fresh and, ni- and the perfect right now, what's ripe. Yes. You know, what's seasonal. And they'll yeah. ask you, like, do you like spicy? Do you like funky? Do you we'll guide you, yeah. Just feel free to ask them. That's what they want to talk to you about yeah. cheese. It's their life. It's true. And all, everyone at Surdex Cheese Shop is super knowledgeable. And they'll we're talk here, to you. Yes. you. Yes, yes, yes. Try cheeses you've never had before. Okay. We're going to take a break. We'll be right back. All right, everybody. Welcome back to Weekly Dish. At the uh, we're at the close of our little live broadcast here at Potluck in Rosedale. Thanks everybody for joining us out here today. Give yourselves a woohoo! We had a very lively, fun crowd. Yeah, it's been fun, and it's uh, it's been tasty, and the boards are inspiring. Um, and we are going to continue the chatter in the Von Mauer court uh in about half an hour at 11 30 wrap the show at 11 we're gonna kind of get our stuff together and head over there if you are out in the world driving around and feel like you want to stop by you can come on over too. 11 30 is we're gonna start talking about party boards with the certix people and we're gonna learn a little bit more we're gonna continue the chat that we had just now and if you're out and about come on down uh yes also you can Come and uh, potluck is going to be open. So yeah. if you want to stop by Burger Bar or grab some food or beverages, right. you are welcome to do that. We have had a big week and we have a big week coming up. You mentioned some of the new restaurants that are opening. Yeah. You know, I feel like I'm searching Instagram for different restaurant reservations. I did get a reservation to the Travail Dinner with Jamie Malone. Oh, good. So I'm excited to do that. That's something that's going to be happening um, we're kind of getting into like gardening season, dare I say. You dare say. Is the uh, CSA Fair happening today? It is at today. the Seward Food Co-op? Yep, the Seward Co-op CSA Fair is today. If you want to head out and uh, head down there and meet farmers. Like that's another awesome thing to go do is speed date your farmers and uh, really kind of get down with like do theirs, do their, does their dirt, do their dirt goals meet your dirt goals? And also, like, um, there's so many farms that you can, like, you can add an egg share, you can add a bread share, you can have a cheese share or meat. Tangletown Gardens, like, you can really get a ton of stuff from their farms. Yeah. And I mean, and I think, again, like you were just saying, talk to your cheesemonger. Talking to your farmers is kind of an amazing and awesome experience. They they just want to connect and they want to do the right thing and, and help people eat better. Also, uh, something I do, because I'm a gardener and then I have all my own food, but before I have my own food, I'm six weeks away from any food of my own. So I do an early spring share, Yeah. and I have six weeks of boxes, and then as it gets into the end of June when my stuff is starting to come up, then I stop my boxes, I do all my own gardening, and then after Labor Day, I come back and I do fall shares. Yeah. I'm more of a later harvest share. I want to... I'm, you know, because you're squashy. Yeah, I'm super squashy. And I want like the late season stuff because I like the farmer's market things, but I kind of, I don't, 
I only have container gardens. Yeah. So then I only do small things. I don't grow big produce, and I'd rather get the late share. And some people like going to a farmer's market every weekend, oh, right? I mean, 100%. we're getting into that season. And you want to hang out at farm stands. You want to, And also, it's tough when you're, you go on vacation. Sometimes your box doesn't show up, or it shows yep. up, and you're... So I get it. I get it. And there's a lot of different ways to do that. And when you go to... If you go to the Seward Cup Fair today, or even talk to any of the people on their list, anytime... That's a great, those are all great questions to have. All of the co-ops support community-supported agriculture. So find your neighborhood, go on their website, and they will tell you the farm shares that they have available and the farms they work with that you can pick up there. So it's really convenient because you can get your share and then you can buy some of your other stuff that maybe you need at your general co-op, your granolas and your dairies and your your dairies your dairies oh crepes the dairies your dairies your yogurt whatever it is that you're buying every week at the at the co-op oh for sure um hey i wanted to give a shout out to someone who is uh, a good friend and has done amazing things i wanted to shout out to salsa lisa yes so i don't know if you guys saw lisa nicholson uh bought her company back so salsa lisa if you guys remember started out as a I mean, she is a poster woman for Minnesota how to take a Minnesota maker product be and, and do it right. She was in law school. She had was growing tomatoes, too many tomatoes, decided to make a salsa, started selling it at the bar, and then started selling it at the farmer's market. So she graduated law school and didn't actually become a lawyer. Instead, she created a company, Salsa Lisa, the fresh salsa that you see in the grocery store. And um, in 2010, she sold it. And she sold it to a big California company. And they bought it. She made the big payoff. She still was involved with the company, but on a different way. And uh, just this last April, she bought it back. And she took it back over, and she decided it's time for it to be a fully woman-owned company, and it's time for it to be something cool and special again. And beyond, she's really looking at how she can get back into that, into taking it away from being, you know, a big sort of, you know, corporate-owned entity into being small business-owned again. And I got to tell you, this woman takes care of her employees, and no, it's like a family. And I'm really excited to see what, what comes of it. You can check out the article on uh, Twin Cities Business Magazine, which is uh, linked in the feed, by the way. But it's really, un- it's Allie's team did an awesome job chatting her up and talking about it. She's a really interesting person, too. Super interesting. She was with us the night that uh, we saw Prince. Oh, right. Before that was he died. Right. We were at Paisley Park when he played Chopsticks on the piano, his new purple Yamaha, yeah. and said, don't believe everything you read in the news. And then he was dead two weeks later, sadly. Right. This month. Oh, boy. It was tough. It was. It is still the burn sadness. Sadness. Um, happier things are that that it is also Independent Bookstore Day. Oh, I forgot and about I that. Make the sure, new maps are out. Yep. And I want to shout out to everybody who go The independent bookstores, Majors and Quinn, obviously, is a wealth of uh, cookbooks. A so many of books, and I'm sure you have been. I have done a book signing so there. They're many awesome. Of these, co- I wanted to shout out the Cream and Amber. Yep. In Hopkins, because yep. the cutest little shop, you guys, independent bookstore, but they have beer, and that's <laughs> why we love them. 
They have beer, and they're wonderful. And they actually are doing today, they're doing featured bevies based on best-selling books. Um, they've got 50% off all staff picks in store and online. They've got a little golden ticket hunt, uh, passport stamping, and all sorts of fun stuff. Okay, we're going there. We're going to go. Because this is when Kurt and I went on our book tour. We got the map, and we I plotted out map. independent bookstores that we could do signings at. Yeah, I love that map. Yeah, That's a wonderful super map. Cute. Yeah. Um, and a couple other things, if you are thinking about, um, oh, I did tell the ladies I would shout this out. If you guys have heard of La Dame de Scoffier, which our friend Meredith Deeds, who's been on the show, uh, she's co-hosted when Hanson's been gone. Yep. And then you had her on a Jason episode. Yep. Um, Meredith is part of uh, this group and it's called La Dame's de Scoffier. And it is a group that is above a food professional women in the Twin Cities. Um, they have a silent auction that is on, on, is sort of going online on Monday. And what they're doing is asking to you know have people pop in and bid on things like they have a private cooking class for 12 professional home chef services they've got wine tastings for six they've got a paris dining club uh takeaway box in there here's the thing the money that is raised is uh used to support local women in the culinary fields and it gives them academic scholarships professional grants it's it's really a boost to women in the kitchens and they also help help the high schoolers through urban roots it's a great thing yeah Look Great to program. our uh, Facebook, the weekly Facebook page. I'll put a link up on Monday when it goes live. So there you go. All right, everybody. We're going to continue the party board fun at Rosedale. Thanks to Potluck for having us. Yes. Thanks to Rosedale. Thank you, everybody. Thanks to Certix. And thank you to OG Zaza and Sweets by Diane and Adam Soldigo and everybody that put together boards, black walnut coffee. Um, we're excited. I'm having so much fun. Ciao, ciao. Ciao, 1071.